0: I'm Neil, and I'm a recovering workaholic. There was a point in time where I thought that working more was what it took to get things done, to make money, and to be successful. I thought this because this is what everyone told me I had to do. It took me being miserable and completely overwhelmed to finally call BS on this crazy, too busy lifestyle that I had created because I had listened to the productivity and time management gurus. But when I gave up on the idea that I had to work hard to get what I wanted, I finally learned how to take control of my schedule, get more accomplished in less time, make more money, and have the freedom to do what I wanted when I wanted. Now I teach others how to accomplish what they want in less than 30 hours per week so that they can have more freedom and flexibility too. This is what the semi-retired lifestyle is all about, and it's the antidote to the too busy life. In this show, I'm sharing my secrets, my tools, and my strategies with you so that you can start living this lifestyle too. It's time to unbusy your life. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome to episode 90 of the Unbusy Your Life podcast. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe we are at episode 90. I'm going to be recording episode 100 in no time, which will be so amazing. I'm so excited to be here with you. I know. I know this episode is so good, but I have to interrupt it really quick for an announcement. If you're listening to this episode, when it's released in October, I want you to know we have hit the 50 K download milestone and I'm so excited. So to celebrate, I'm giving away a remarkable two tablet. Now to be entered to win this prize, all you need to do is leave a review And then let me know that you left the review by either tagging me on Insta, DMing me, or shooting me an email. We are collecting names, and Lincoln and I will pick the winner on October 30th live on IG. So go do a quick review, let me know that you did so that I can put your name in the drawing. And thank you so much for tuning in each week. You are the reason why this show has become so successful so quickly. I so, so appreciate you. Okay. Let's get back to the episode. So today I'm going to talk about the goldfish effect. (laughs) Are any of you watching Ted Lasso? Oh my goodness. I love, love comedies. I'm not a big TV girl, but a good comedy, I'm totally in. You make me laugh. I am like your friend for life. And I usually have maybe like one weekly show that I will watch. And over the years, it's been shows like Friends and Seinfeld and Modern Family and Horse Big Bang Theory. Most recently, it's been Ted Lasso on, I think it's on Apple TV. It's the most adorable show. And honestly, sometimes I think that there must be a life coach who's on staff at, you know, on the writing staff. <laughs> Today, I'm going to talk with you about one of the lessons from the show and how you can incorporate it into your life and into your schedule. It is the last piece of the keep your promises system and process. Okay. So I just want to quickly review last week. I taught you the first four steps of the five steps. So I'm just going to quickly recap those. So for every promise that you make to yourself and the way that I suggested that you do this is you keep at least you set up a schedule where you have three promises to yourself every single day that you give yourself opportunity to keep to yourself. So the first thing is when you notice your brain saying to you, I don't feel like it, or we can do it later, or it doesn't really matter. Nobody's going to know. And you're tempted to not keep your promise to yourself before you choose that option, which is the one that runs on autopilot in most of our brains. which want you to number one, step number one is to pause and breathe. So the idea with this step is you disrupt the automatic response that has been built in your brain. So you pause and breathe. And then step number two is you visualize how you will feel if you don't keep your promise to yourself. And step number three is you visualize how you will feel if you do keep your promise to yourself. And then step number four is you use the five second rule. You count down backwards from five, five, four, three, two, one. And then you just go. You either keep the promise or you don't. You just make a decision and you go. You don't even engage in the brain anymore. You're just moving forward making a decision and going with it so today is step five of that process which i call be a goldfish (laughs) now if you've watched that show if you've watched ted lasso there are a couple episodes where he references the goldfish or the show references the goldfish but the idea behind a goldfish is it has a 10 second memory okay it's kind of like doesn't dory have that in Finding Nemo, (laughs) she's constantly asking, where are we and what's going on? And so you want to think about channeling your inner Dory or being goldfish if you don't keep your promise to yourself. So what that means is you just let it go. You don't add it to your pile of evidence for how you can't follow through on what you told yourself you would do or keep your promises to yourself or do what you said you would do now. The reason why this is important, because I'm going to tie it back to an episode I did last month where I talked to you about your left brain, the left part of your brain. Remember, I talked with you about the four different parts of your brain. Your left brain is focused on the past and the future. And specifically, your left emotional brain is where your emotional past lives. So if you don't follow through, let's say you don't keep your promise to yourself, And then you like focus on that and constantly remind yourself of how you did it wrong that one time. Like you focus on that and you're building evidence for yourself for how you are not someone you can trust. Basically, you don't keep your word to yourself and the way your brain works. Remember, it looks to the past to try and make a meeting or a decision for the future. So what we want to do as strategically as possible is not build the pile of evidence For yourself, that you can't follow through. What we want to do is just let that go and focus on the times that you do follow through, because that is the evidence that we want to build. The more of that evidence that you build, the easier it will be for your brain to just automatically tell you to follow through. It will be like, I don't feel like it comes up. And then instead of saying, I don't do it because I don't feel like it, with a connection you make is, I don't feel like it means I go. It means I do it and it will be easier and easier to do this as you build the pile of evidence for how you are doing it. Right. (laughs) Right. Because then you're going to have that evidence, that past to lean on to make it easier for tomorrow and then easier the next day and easier the next week and then easier the next month. So this is why I suggest that you commit this whole month. If you notice, like what I've taught you about is strategic complacency picking something to focus on for a specific amount of time, hitting the mark there, making that goal happen for yourself, and then moving on to something else. And I've really set this up so that you have every tool that you need to be able to focus on this one skill of keeping your promises to yourself. So if you go back and you listen to all four episodes, it's been very strategic how I've laid it out for you. And if you follow and do everything that I told you, you will have this skill built for yourself in 30 days. So you commit for 30 days to focus on this one skill of keeping your promise to yourself. And you have at least three promises to yourself in your schedule every single day that gives you the ability to practice this skill. It's like going to the gym three times per day, right? If you went to like, think about this. If you had a goal of maybe putting a certain amount of amount of muscle, maybe pounds of muscle in your body or something, or meeting some strength metric, let's say, and you committed to going to the gym three times per day, how quickly would you add that muscle to your body? I'm guessing pretty damn fast, right? It's the same thing with this skill. What we're saying is you are going to give yourself three attempts to keep your promise to yourself every single day. And you're going to use these five steps for every single one of those. Now, some of them you won't even have to, right? Because you'll get to the thing and you'll be like, no, I actually really want to do that. You like your brain will offer you up any objections, which is great. Totally count those. Those still count. (laughs) I have clients who are like, well, Neil, but that one was easy because I didn't have any resistance to it. (laughs) I'm like. It doesn't matter. You still kept your promise to yourself. So that is one we put on the side of the equation where you kept your promise to yourself. We get a check mark for that one still. Even though it was easy because you didn't have the resistance, you still did it, okay? So you start keeping a log and inside of the course and inside the mastermind, I give you a 100 promises tracking log to be able to use. So if you buy one of those offers, you will have access to that. The idea is you keep track of those hundred attempts and for the ones where you notice your brain offering you that I don't feel like it, I don't want to do it, I could just do it later, all of that stuff that you've previously made mean, okay, that's a good enough reason to not do it. Instead, deciding that that's not a good enough reason anymore and I still keep my promises to myself because that's just who I am. You want to build the evidence for it. So you do this, give yourself three times a day to do this. And over 30 days, that's 90, pretty close to 100, right? You'll have 100 attempts at this. And you use this five-step process for all those ones that are super challenging that you notice that you don't want to do and you don't want to follow through on. You will be so much stronger in this skill at the end of those. I promise you. So the last piece to that is you're going to be collecting like the check marks for the ones that you do follow through on, right? The promises you keep to yourself, which will be amazing. And you'll get to see kind of your stats. I like to look at them every single week. What was our rate of following through? What, how many, what is the percent of promises that you kept before yourself? And then you also are obviously going to have ones that you don't, most likely. And we don't want to be building evidence in your brain and focusing on those ones, you can recognize them. You can understand why. And listen, the only reason why is because you were a human in that moment. <laughs> and you literally decided, yeah, I don't want to do it. <laughs> it's totally fine. Those will happen. They're just going to happen less frequently. Okay. And you want to just let it go. Don't keep reminding yourself of those ones that you didn't do. Focus on the success that you have, because that's the evidence we want to build in your brain. That's what's going to make it easier tomorrow. Tomorrow for you to follow through on this because you have evidence of how you totally can do it because you are doing it. And now you have after day number one, maybe you have one out of three that you did. So tomorrow you're like, yeah, 33% of the time yesterday I did it. I could probably double that today. I could probably do two out of three today. And then you're going to build evidence there. And over time, it's going to accumulate and you're going to see how you're totally someone who keeps her promises to herself. When you let it go, And don't focus on how you're doing it wrong and instead accept the fact that you had a human moment. (laughs) It's expected that you will have a human moment because you're not a robot and you will never achieve perfection. And you accept that humanness in yourself. You kind of relax a little bit and it makes it easier for you to follow through and keep your promise on the next thing that you told yourself you were going to do versus judging yourself and beating yourself up And thinking that that is actually going to make it easier for you to keep your promise to yourself, it's not. It's just like, I think I've used this example before, but think about like if you hold something with very high regard and you value it very much, you take very good care of it, right? So think about your couch. Like let's imagine you're going to buy a new couch. So someday in my future, I am going to buy the cloud from Restoration Hardware And it's going to be a white couch (laughs) it's a very expensive white couch but i am going to own one of those someday in my future and i will tell you i will have a lot of rules around that couch (laughs) there will be no eating there will be no drinking there will be no puppies on that couch without a blanket down like there'll be all kinds of rules right and the reason is because i would value it so much i would have rules that would take very high care of it, high quality care of it versus the couch that maybe you buy from or you find on the street. Let's imagine there's a free sign on a couch right on the corner and you take that home. I'm guessing you're not going to value it as much as you would this couch. I think it's like $15,000 or something. You know, it's it's an investment for sure like $0 couch to a $15,000 couch, I'm guessing you would probably treat it differently, right? Like you'd probably have different rules for the free couch than you would the $15,000 couch. And the same is true for you. So if you value your relationship as $0, like it's the free couch on the corner, you're going to treat you very differently than if you value yourself like that $15,000 white restoration hardware couch. Right? The rules are going to be very different. You're going to take very high quality care of it. So that's why the goldfish effect is really important is because it's how you take care of you, even in the moments when you're being a human. And if you still regard yourself very highly and you are unconditionally accepting of yourself, you're going to treat yourself with even more high regard the next time this happens. And you're going to be so much more likely to actually keep your promises to yourself. Versus not taking high quality care of yourself would be, I don't keep my promises to myself. It just is going to make it more likely that you won't if you hold on to it and you use it as reason why you're doing it wrong and you're not good enough and you're judging yourself and all of those things. It is not going to help you get to where you want to go, which is ultimately becoming this human that you trust implicitly that you have a high level of confidence in because she just does what she says she's going to do no matter what. That's why being a goldfish is so important as the last step for this, for those times where you don't keep your promise to yourself, still treating yourself with ultimate compassion and acceptance and love and very high regard. So there you have it. These are the five steps to keeping your promises to yourself, like building the skill of keeping your promise to yourself. Now, again, on the podcast, what I've done is I've given you the DIY version, right? You can take all this apply it to yourself, and I promise you in 30 days, you will be an entirely different human that your relationship with yourself will be so up-leveled. You will trust yourself at such a higher level than you ever have before if you've struggled with this skill. Now, if you want more help, if you want direct access to me, direct access to the coaches inside of my community, you can invest in having us help you with this. And what that looks like is either you... Purchase the online course where you get 30-day support and accountability via text, or you join the mastermind where you get direct access to me, accountability with me every single week, one-on-one sessions with me and group sessions with me and the coaches every single week. So choose your adventure. But what I want to offer to you is if you spend the next 30 days, you commit to the next 30 days to creating this skill for yourself, you are setting yourself up so beautifully for any level of success that you want to create in 2022. That's why I'm doing this month And the episodes that I'm doing this month is to help you set yourself up so that your future you, your 2022 you is fully resourced and has the skills and what she needs to go out and achieve any goal or any dream she desires. Have an amazing, gorgeous week, my scheduling badass sister. I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for joining me in this episode of the Unbusier Life podcast. Now it's time that you head on over to my website at www.nealliams.com to learn more about my Unbusier Schedule Mastermind and new online course. This is where I teach you the three simple steps to simplifying your schedule to under 30 hours without sacrificing your accomplishments or goals so that you can get it all done with more freedom to do what you want when you want you don't need to be more productive or manage your time better. All you need is a little scheduling help. It's time that you finally have that part-time schedule you've always wanted and make Monday something to look forward to instead of something to dread. Don't you agree? Visit my website to apply for the mastermind. Or if you're more of a DIYer, you can just purchase the online course. I'll talk to you next week.